Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show. Another episode of Biz Tip Friday. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you what I believe to be the truth about what it really takes for you to rank advance in your business. So any any of you that are listening right now that have been feeling a little frustrated because you've been stuck at your current rank for way too long, then this is definitely the episode for you. So let me let me get right into it. Let me share this what I truly believe to be kind of the secret or the truth when it comes to rank advancing consistently in your business because this is something that keeps so many leaders stuck when and you know the students that we work with inside of our programs I really see them falling into this trap but here's the truth that the people that are on your team today that got you your current results are most likely not going to be the ones who get you to where you want to go. Let me say that again. It's it's that important. The people that got you to where you are today are most likely not going to be the ones that get you to where you want to go. I can't tell you how many times I see leaders making this mistake. They start to build a team. They see a level of success. They hit a rank or they hit a goal that Maybe you never thought possible for yourself before and you start feeling good. You're feeling some sense of accomplishment. You've got a handful of leaders on your team that are showing up and serious and committed, but then you make a big mistake and you hit a wall. And a lot of the people that we work with, when they come into our programs, the one thing that I hear over and over again is I've been stuck at the same rank for years. I've been working hard in my business doing what I think I'm supposed to do, but it's not making any difference. I'm not seeing any progress. And when we start to help these people understand why that is, here's the one thing that most of the time comes up is they fall into what we call management mode. And basically all that means is it becomes easier once you have a team to stop doing the things that got you the team in the first place the scary things like prospecting and sponsoring and training new people, and you fall into the trap of what's easier, which is just managing your team. Now, we don't we do this with good intentions because now that we're in a position of leadership, we think, well, okay, so I'm successful. Now it's my job to help make the other people on my team successful. And it becomes even harder when we have relationships with these people, right? Some of these leaders on our team that we've been trying to motivate and help for the last month, you know, a couple of months and years, we care about them. We want to see them win. So we're doing it from the best place possible. But here's the big problem is we don't realize that the lifeblood to any successful organization is always new people. And what happens is when you get away from leading by example, constantly recruiting new people and developing new leaders and new success stories, and you're focusing your time on just the same group of people trying to drag them across the finish line, that becomes stagnant and it kills the culture and the growth of your team. And I'm telling you, this is the reason why a lot of you are stuck is because you are operating from the belief 
the flawed belief that the people that you have on your team right now today, the leaders you see in front of you, that they're going to be the ones that get you to where you want to go, that all you have to do is get them to do more. And I'm telling you, this is not the way you build a successful business. Let me share my story real quick with you. So I remember in my early days of leadership when I was I hit the you know first real leadership rank in our company's compensation plan. And that was a pretty big deal. It took me way longer than I thought, but I got there. And in order for me to go to the next level, I was going to need to help three other people do the same thing. And I can remember having this one, um, I had two of the teams basically done and I needed one more to go. And this person that was in that particular team was a close friend of mine. We actually lived together. It got to the point where I wanted it for this person. Most of the time, I felt like more than they wanted it for themselves. Now, listen, they they were a good leader in their own right. You know, they said and did all the right things and they created some success, but they hit a wall and they were stuck. And I could clearly see why. It's because they weren't personally going out there and doing what they needed to do to build the team. They were in management mode themselves. Now, I didn't realize that I fell into this as well. But here's what I did. I did the easy thing. I would constantly look at my report and I would see how close this one person was. And I would always be like, man, if I can just get him more committed, more motivated, if I can just keep squeezing, maybe I can get blood out of this rock. And I drove myself crazy for months, month after month. It would be the same thing, right? I'd see a little sign of growth of things heading in the right direction and then nothing. And it was this constant push and pull. But I kept looking, look how close I am. I can't start over. I just need to get this one team there because I operated from the fundamentally flawed belief that the people that got me where I was were going to get me to where I want to go. I didn't understand this yet. And here's one of the most important things that I learned. This is one of the most important pieces of advice that I got from one of my mentors who saw me going through this. Like, he's like, man, why haven't you gotten that next promotion yet? Like, you're so close. And I'm like, well, here's why. And I explained to him and he said, look, Bob, here's what you need to realize. And this is what I want to tell any of you that are falling into the same trap that I did, where you just care so much and you want to see people win. But if you're honest with yourself on some level, you're probably enabling people a little bit. You're focusing and investing your time in an area that doesn't necessarily deserve your time. He said, you can't want it for someone more than they want it for themselves. And I remember that really stuck with me because when I thought about it, I did want it more for these people than they wanted it for themselves. And, and it was only then that I started to become more open to the advice that he had always been giving me, but I fell into the trap, the easy trap of looking how close I was in this one area. And I just kept focusing all my time in that part of my business, but it wasn't the right place for me to focus that time. And here's what my mentor used to always tell me. He said, you must always be personally sponsoring and developing new leaders in your business. And he, and he said, not just when things are going bad. See, because this is what most leaders do. When, when things start going bad in their team, then they start the process of, well, let me go out and find new people, right? So, and then what winds up happening is this ebb and flow. Their business is growing and then it dies. And then they get out and they work hard and then it starts growing again and they get away from doing that and it dies. And it's this constant roller coaster. Here's one of the things one of my early mentors did the best of anybody that I've ever known in this profession. He never stopped recruiting. He said, you need to be doing it when things are going well. You need to expect at some point things are going to go bad because this is the cycle of business. And he said, if you're always out there and look, I get it when 
you can't always commit as much time to it, but if, if it's, if it's always a priority and it's always a focus, you're always bringing new people into your team. He said, that's the lifeblood. That is the thing that will guarantee you never have to rely on someone else. And that's what I was doing. It became so frustrating for me because I was relying on this person to help me hit my goal, never realizing that I had it in my own power to do that. Look, think of it like this. If you're a fan of sports, any great sports franchise, the New England Patriots, the 49ers, the Bulls, the Lakers, whoever, any great sports franchise you can think of, the Yankees, here's the one thing that they do better than anyone else. They develop new talent. They draft better. They develop new talent better in their farm systems or their developmental leagues, right? They understand that that's the key to maintaining success. Yes, you can be great for one year, but if you fail in the development of new talent, if you're not bringing new people onto your team, you're not going to be good for very long. Look, any great professional organization is think of the insurance industry. I grew up in the financial services industry. The reason why these companies continue to grow is because they're constantly recruiting and bringing in a new wave of salespeople, right? This is the lifeblood and your business is no different. So here's my advice to you. You can't get caught up in wanting it for people more than they want it for themselves. And I know this is hard for so many of you because you're, you know, you, you're a part of this community because you consider yourself a legacy leader. You love the idea of love, serve, grow. You want it for people. You want to see them win, but you can't want it more than they want it for themselves. And you have to realize that time is your most precious resource and you must spend it wisely. And I know where this may be a challenge for you. Sometimes we have to direct our attention elsewhere. Sometimes we might have to start a brand new team and it seems like it's taking a major step backwards because look at this, look how close I am in this one group. If I can just keep it, but I'm telling you, learn from my mistakes. Sometimes what seems like taking a step backwards and a longer road to where you want to go in hindsight, actually wasn't that at all. And I'll share with you my exact experience. I got to the point where I finally became coachable in this area and I went back out and instead of focusing on that one team that wasn't getting me anywhere, but just a bunch of frustration, I went out and I started a bunch of new lines of business. I recruited a bunch of new people. And one of those people that I recruited actually wound up getting me to my goal faster, starting completely from scratch This other team was over two-thirds of the way there, starting completely from scratch in a new team. I got there faster with that new team that she hit it before that other person did. And you want to know what the big lesson for me was? I should have done that six months earlier. If I would have just done that six months earlier, I would have already been at the rank. So learn from my uh, experience, learn from my past failures and the mistakes that I've made and realize this. Here's the secret to rank advancing faster consistently is understanding the people that got you to where you are are most likely not the people that are going to get you to where you want to go. Now, some of them may be, and if they, if they are, then that's a plus, but never depend on people. The only person you ever need to depend on, the only person that will ever determine whether you succeed is You, you have control over what you do and how you show up in your business. And that is my business building tip for you today. So hope you got some value out of today's episode and uh, I'll see you next week on the next episode. Take care. 